Aguten Ere Shabbos, everyone. We're about to begin Bez Hashem Shir number 100 in the series of Svarim of Rav Zelik Pliskin. We're holding the Sefer of Self Confidence. We're going to talk about embracing post traumatic growth. Trauma happens in various ways to all of us, and many types of events can cause a setback that's very, very hard to move past. Some examples of this could be going through a difficult breakup, becoming estranged from a loved one, getting a life-threatening diagnosis, suffering a huge financial setback, losing a job or business, failing at a life stream, being a survivor of a war or a natural disaster, experiencing a physical assault, a tragic accident involving oneself or a loved one, or grieving the death of someone very close to you. So it's a lot of these that, um, that we just mentioned are very, very serious things. And uh, everyone goes through different things, and some more than others. But a lot of things are very traumatic. And there's an author, a lecturer, which I didn't read the book, but I heard about, called Sean Aker, who wrote a book called The Happiness Advantage about post-traumatic growth, growth. And he termed the concept calling, instead of using the word falling down, he uses the word falling up. Falling up means recovering from a stressful event and changing for the better because of that trauma. And he believes, as we know through Chazal and Tyra thought, that great suffering paves the way to the greatest positive changes very often. And when you fall up, instead of using the word fall down, when you fall up, you're never really the same. You're actually better because of the growth you experienced from your recovery. And finding the path up is what separates the successful from those who give up and requires one to look for the opportunity in any setback rather than settling into a yush or despair. And basically what happens is, is, is again, Viktor Frankl talked about it in Man's Will uh, for Meaning and in other books. And Aker, the author of this book, Happiness Advantage, also attributed his own period of depression as a graduate student uh, with helping him understand how to overcome adversity and stress to change his mindset that enabled him to become more compassionate, more understanding, and more able to help people. And therefore, one should ask oneself, did the greatest times of growth result from the adversity? What lessons did I learn from this hard challenge? Have they helped me become a better person? And have you developed more empathy for others because of this experience? Has it made you wiser than you were before? And to write it down, maybe some concrete actions that you can take to empower yourself to face a challenge that's in front of you and confide with someone, get chizik from people, get advice from people. And the idea is, is when someone's suffering from this post-traumatic stress, we need siyata deshmaya, but we could work on it also to shift to a post-traumatic growth. And don't be afraid of asking for help and let allow people to express their care for you. 
Now, for many people, what happens a lot is, is that while they're in a matzav, it's hard for them to do this. But afterwards, then they're able to learn from this and grow. So I remember, as an example, years ago, uh, broken an ankle, went through uh, surgery and then a lot of therapy, and was on, um, couldn't walk for a while, and then was with a walker, and then crutches, and then a cane and so on and so forth, and it wasn't simple. And, you know, while it was going on, it was it was hard. But looking afterwards, even during, you're able to contemplate a little bit, but what it really did was, looking back, is, of course, if you ask yourself, would you rather be in this position? Of course not. But when I was in the hospital, and it was over New Year's weekend, I saw the Bikkha Chaylam, they are all different organizations, parts of Bikachilam or Satmar, others, extremely kind and helpful and, and the chasadim that they did, which I witnessed firsthand from what they did. And the therapists that, that I talked to, I interacted with, learned a lot from them, met people over there that I learned lessons from, and also developed a certain deeper compassion for people who have trouble walking that I never really thought of that much before. Yes, when I saw someone walk, walking slow or in crutches or hurt their leg, I had, you know, I did have some empathy. But once you experience it yourself, yourself it was a whole different, um, deeper, deeper empathy that you have. So a lot of us, if you're able to do it while you're in a trauma and get help doing it, that's ideal to get through that. But at the very least, there's two eights that you could do. Number one is, is if you had suffered a trauma that Baruch Hashem, you're, it's, it, it, it's beyond it. It, it. it was, and it still hurts a lot, but you're not in that matzav anymore. Then it's easier to go back and reframe it and learn f- from the experience to build yourself up even more. And another eitza is, is sometimes you can't go first to the most traumatic event in your life. You need to first go and see other types of more minor unpleasant things that happen to you. Start that as a starting ground of how am I going to fall up instead of fall down? Meaning how am I going to learn from this experience, embrace this experience and become better from it? And this is a sign also of self-confidence and self-esteem where when people face the setbacks, they don't crawl into a, um, you know, like a snail-like position, they, but they force themselves to get up and deal with the, what they need to deal with and learn from it. And learn from it and grow from it. And that's a very healthy skill to develop. In order to do this, sometimes we're very, very hard on ourselves and our self-esteem takes a back seat and doesn't allow us to learn from these traumatic events. So it's like a combination. On one hand, it takes strength, but at the same time, you need to cultivate a certain loving kindness towards yourself, that you went through whatever you went through, and take care of yourself and be kind to yourself, and look at the good points of what you went through and admire certain things about what what it was that you um, behaved in a more you know, refined way as you went through that difficult circumstance. And even if 
you you made whatever mistakes you made. You have that compassion about yourself. And with that, then when you do have a setback or after a setback or a loss of a trauma, you can choose to not weaken, but actually deepen your awareness, not to look at yourself as a victim of circumstances, but to get a stronger and more resilient um, feeling within oneself from the overcoming of these obstacles. And that is a very, very healthy approach. And sometimes you just leave things behind and learn whatever you learn and move forward. You don't allow the past to have more power over you than the present. And again, it's not easy for everybody. This doesn't happen automatically. Sometimes it takes a lot of hard work. Sometimes you think you went, you you um, survived something, and then it comes when, in flashbacks. It comes back, and you feel that trauma again. But nevertheless, even if those things do happen, ultimately you say to yourself, I am not going to live in the past. I'm going to live in the present in the most healthy way possible. Part of getting through the old trauma is to try to forgive or let go at the very least and from people who hurt you. Of course, it's the responsibility of the person who hurt people. The primary responsibility is on them to correct their wrongs, to ask Mechila and do everything they can to correct the situation. But whether that happened or not for the one who got hurt, as hard as it is, of course, you protect yourself so it doesn't happen in the future. You have a right to stay away from that person or be careful you never get hurt again, but at the same time to let go and move forward and grow from that. And that takes a lot of self-esteem and self-confidence in order to do that. You may have, and this is a story, there's a Rav, for example, who in his early years when he was married had a lot of issues pertaining to his wife with um, pregnancy, with staining and miscarriages, and very traumatic the first two, three years of the marriage where she was never uh, to her, and because of the staining issues, and it was just ongoing, and it was a very difficult um, period those few years. And whatever the reasons were, the one thing, though, he learned, and he ended up being a Rav and a Paisik, is that when young couples came to him for asking different shilas pertaining to staining, pertaining to the issues of, of the relationship, the physical relationship, and the Allah is connected to it, he had an extra sharper degree of great sensitivity from the very fact that he himself experienced those difficulties. So when a couple had a certain shayla, of course, whatever is outright is not allowed, there's nothing you could go, you could do about it, but even then he would express a lot of great compassion towards them, and whenever possible, he found hatarim or leeways to get to go about it, and a lot had to do because of his own experience and trauma that he experienced in his in those years, in the early years, that if he wouldn't have had that experience, he wouldn't have been as sensitive. And again, it's something that you really, it's you look back in hindsight. Of course, you don't ask for things like this to happen. And we daven Takadosh Baruch Hu to save us from these things. But to have that strength and that self-confidence to move on from it and to say, I'm going to take that most painful experience and I'm going to use it as a driving force for good is a tremendous, tremendous um, unbelievable thing. Other situations where Khalila should never happen to anyone, but someone lost a child or a teenage child or whatever the case may be, 
and they they are the ones that when others suffered from that very type of tragedy they were the only ones that were able to comfort them because they had that sort of feeling and and compassion that could only be related to when they themselves experienced that the same thing goes when you share the that's why you have groups where they share together when they're in that matzav or they were in that matzav halila miscarriages or childlessness or any type of trauma that when there is a group connection of discussing it with each other giving each other chizik giving each other perspective and this way you help one another it, it is a tremendous tremendous thing so again in life this is not a pleasant aspect but it's a very important part of developing that self-confidence and that growth and that self-esteem where you really place value on yourself and realize whatever happened happened and it was traumatic and you wish going back it should never happen have happened but once it did and you're past it already you say i'm going to take those skills those tools from the trauma that i experienced and the learning experience and help other people with it you have people that made mistakes financially whatever mistakes they made and then they learned from it and then they taught others how to not get into that matzah and how to use it wisely Um, and you have this again and again in so many so many fields in so many aspects a former addict could help people who are currently addicted a former drug addict could help and that stayed away from drugs already for decades could help people pull out of it people who had dyslexia and what got past it and still able to learn in Davin could help people that are you know that have a yush towards it because how 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 you know how am i ever going to learn anything i can barely have trouble reading and so on and so forth again we always daven and hashem should help that we should be saved from traumatic things but if we went through it already then we could use it to fall up so to speak to grow from it not to get crushed by it and not to get bitter from it but to move forward from it in a healthy way that could help not only yourself but could help other people could help a clown and again what people could do is is if it's too hard if something was so traumatic that you just want to block it out of your mind and and you can't really deal with it in that way for some people it's like that it's very very difficult in others they can't even get themselves to talk about it in order to help somebody else they're not ready if they're not ready then you give them all the time and space they need until ultimately they'll have the strength to be ready whenever that may be in the meantime though with with many of us don't pick on some severe severe trauma but all of us all of us all of us experience pain in our lives unpleasantness in our lives it's part it's part of living where there is this pain even people who have great lives still have many experiences that are difficult and that are painful and therefore if it's too hard to use this reframing in a real severe trauma take things that are less traumatic things that were not pleasant but that were not as traumatic where you could deal with and you say to yourself how am i going to have that self-esteem and self-confidence to work through this 
and to not bury it under the rug and not curl up like a snail, but rather learn from that experience, fall up, like we say, and grow and make positive changes because of that difficult event that took place. And may HaKadosh Baruch Hu help us that we should all be zeichet to do that, to learn the learning lessons, just like we learn from the happy, pleasant things, we learn from the things that are difficult too. And that gives people chizik, it gives each other chizik, it helps so, so much when when somebody, Cholila, you know, uh, lost a job or feels lost in whatever way, and you know you had those feelings and you experienced those things, and you could guide them and say, you'll pull out of it. Don't worry about it. It's a temporary thing. We Many of us go through it. I went through it myself. And I also felt hopeless at the time or very nervous at the time. And you see HaKadosh Baruch Hu helps, and you'll see Hashem will help you. So it's a combination this year of the kindness year, and we talked about about doing this chesed, about the serenity of having that peace of mind, but the self-esteem as well. This requires a certain self-esteem and self-confidence to be able to do this, to be able to do this even while in the trauma, or if you don't have that strength, at least when the trauma passed already by, and it's in the past, what am I going to do? What tools am I going to have in order to grow and in order to heal, and in order to use this experience to march forward ahead, to help myself and to help others in Klai Yisrael. Have a wonderful Shabbos.